Hello and welcome from Podomo and 2020. This is First Date, the podcast. I'm Cece Coleman. And I'm Frankie Bridge. You finished the drinks and settled the bill. You and your date have said your goodbyes and you're immediately on the phone to your best friend. I'd just broken up and was planning on becoming a nun. So I hadn't shaved for a very, very long oh, I time. I love this when we're so unprepared. <laughs> yeah. And so I remember going, can you just give me five minutes? And you're like, no. yeah. And I just said it because we were so natural. I'm going to go shave. You never say Did that, you? do you? Yeah. In this podcast, we're letting you in on the post-date debrief. We'll be bringing you the most amazing, bizarre and heartwarming dating stories. Cece and I haven't met our daters before and we'll be hearing the gossip for the first time with you. As the show goes on, the more people we meet, the more stories we hear, I feel like you're getting a bit disheartened. I feel like I needed just a little bit of like positivity because so far... I mean, I didn't think that highly of my dating life anyway, but now I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm having a year, maybe even more than that off. So no. please treat me and tell me that today's going to be a little yeah, bit different. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna sort you out now, okay? okay? okay I'm going to okay. pick you back up. I'm going to get you back on the right road. Because today, as a little change, we've actually got a couple. Yes! We have got the lovely Rachel and Kieran. Hi. 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 How are you doing? Very good. Thank you. I feel like you've come from somewhere really exciting. Like I have. Okay, go on, tell oh. us. Where, where, <laughs> tell us what's happened in the last 24 hours for you. I travelled over here to come and see you guys from Paris. From Paris? Ooh. So is that where you live? I do, yes. Very and Kieran, nice. you don't live in Paris. No, no, I'm all the way from Basingstoke. Oh, well, that's equally fancy. Hang Thank on. Fancy pants. Why did you move to Paris in the first place? So I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Really? Yes, all my life. Is um, it big in Paris? It wasn't. Basically, I had an agent and nothing happened. Okay. And then one day they said, why don't you just go to Paris? I've got a great job for you, working at Disney. <gasps> I got super excited and announced to all my family, I'm going to go move to the City of Love. I was 19 um, and then got there and I thought I was going to be playing a beautiful princess. And I wasn't. I ended up playing Abu the Monkey um, and yeah, oh. and that became a huge part of my stand-up because I did become a stand-up comedian. So oh. it was actually thanks to Disney I got the material out of it. Yeah, I bet you <laughs> so got That's loads. what I tell people. It was just for that reason. Of course. A boo. So you were doing stand-up in Paris, but were you speaking French or English? I do both, yes. English oh. and French. Oh la la. I'm Ooh, currently la, la. trying to teach my son French. So you're teaching him, but you can't speak it. <laughs> yeah, trying. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? No, like, help yeah. him. Excellent. He's got exams and I, like, had to go through it all. And I was like, you know, when you just put like an extra, like, October. <laughs> yeah. November. Haha, we will. Like trying to make it look like I knew. And then he was like, I was like, nah, mate. It just fake it though. Family. I faked it the whole yeah. first, you know, few years I was there. He was there. like, why, why do I need to speak that? I was like, because one day it might be nice. Well, I can guarantee, yeah, because I didn't bother at school. Exactly. The only word I remembered was how to say guinea pig. Oh my God, I could only ever I'd say, say un lapin. Cochon dand. Do you know what un lapin is? Un lapin. Un lapin. A rabbit. A rabbit. <laughs> See, as the man in this relationship, I only have to learn one word. D'accord. <laughs> Which means, ah. okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well okay. okay. Yes. Like He's that. fluent. He yeah. is fluent. <laughs> anyway, Guys. back to the reason that you're here. <laughs> yeah, back to the reason. Um, before we start this lovely story that I can't wait to hear, can I ask you, what is your green flags in a relationship? Somebody um, that had a really good relationship with their mum was number one. Heard that Very before. nice. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. have. Yeah. Number one, yeah. somebody that treats the women in their family with respect. I think mm -hmm. that's a huge indication of who you're getting involved with. Mm -hmm. And 
as a stand-up comedian, somebody that's funny but not funnier than me. So I've really done well. <laughs> really lucked out. <laughs> be funny, but don't be that funny. Decor. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, okay. I mean, lies already. But uh, I think my green flag would be um, somebody makes me laugh. I think that's really important. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You I think found a comedian. I, exactly. Ooh, I mean, la, la. Match made in heaven. <laughs> she just makes Love me sound it. funnier. I think, that's, I think that's what works. They bounce off each other well, clearly. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Um, okay, and um, what would be then like, have you got like a really specific ick? I would say it's a really basic one, but just somebody that makes loads of noise when they eat. I just can't yeah. bear it. And that's just not even a partner, anyone. Like I'm... I, on my Eurostar yesterday, I was ready to go up and shout at somebody. Have you got that thing? What's it called? I, everyone tells me. Oh, I've there's got a word it. for it. Yeah. Like for me, it's like heavy breathing. Yeah, eating I'm really loudly, sounds, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, anything like that, swallowing loudly. Yes, CC. I can't even drink my water in here because I'm stressed <laughs> about how loud I'm swallowing. And I've got like a medium swallow, but when I'm in front of you, it's loud as because you're really nervous about yeah, it. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and I hold it back, and I'm like, I'll wait for her to talk, and yeah. then yeah. I'll swallow quickly. Is that how you feel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's fine though. So. Oh. Okay, yeah, good. yeah, he's fine with that. Otherwise, like, I wouldn't be here. Messy. That's yeah. a, that's a big ick for me. If you like messy, messy, like as in like not looking after themselves or just generally messy. I think if you're if you're like that, it kind of goes to how you look after yourself mm-hmm. and kind Christ, of the. Don't come to the, the, I was just about to say the that. destruction that's left behind you. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm moving in with us. Move on, yeah. like I'm getting dissed here. Swallow loud. I'm messy. Are you tidy? I'd say so. Mm, yeah, you are. Yeah. He's like, yes, you are, because I trained you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will be tired. Yeah. You will. Okay. Walking around, Bang picking tidy. up things after. Um, is this where this belongs? Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not All right, that, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about you guys then, because I'm dying to know how this happened. You're in Basingstoke, you're in Paris. I was just sat at home, and my mum, who lives in Australia, um, sent me a link. She always does this. She, we, we chat about soaps and TV quite a lot. Um, and she said, oh, my God, you have to watch this TV show. You're going to love it. And it was Naked Attraction. Okay. okay. Bit of an odd suggestion from your mum. <laughs> and I was like, okay. okay. So I clicked on the link and this guy appears. I don't know what you call that, I like the intro to the show. Doesn't it come from bottom up? <laughs> yeah. But he was doing the intro. I was the picker. Oh, okay. So he's playing this lovely little game of golf with his dad and his dad's saying, oh, this is my son. He's the most eligible bachelor (laughs) and they're playing golf. And then he's like... to go on Naked Attraction. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't know what the show was. So I'm sat there. I I just had my wisdom tooth pulled out and I was in so much pain. I was like, hello, who's this guy? (laughs) I had a very close relationship with my father so I, initially, that was what I was looking at. This mm-hmm. guy and his dad playing golf and his dad selling his son and he's cooking and he's like, oh, he gets the drinks for the ladies. He's a really great guy. And I thought, wow. That went over the top. <laughs> you did. A big I actually want to speak to him later. <laughs> what the hell was going through your mum's mind when she <laughs> sent you that link? Like, did she want you to watch the show or did she want you to see Kieran? <laughs> you know what? Actually, Frankie, I'll let her explain because I've got her telling me on a, on oh a, on a WhatsApp oh memo. Oh my God, <laughs> yes. yes. Hi, Cece. Hi, Frankie. It's Rachel's mum here. I came across the show Naked Attraction just by chance. And the first guy that I actually saw on there was Kieran. And at the time, I thought, wow, he is a stunner. He had this lovely smile. And I just thought he would be perfect for my Rachel. So I sent her the link and she agreed with me. I mean, obviously, I'd only seen the first intro bit. But I'm pretty sure Rachel had a good butchers at the rest of the show and thought, wow, I might as well give this a go. 
So anyway, the show moves on and then he gets his kit off. And then I was like, what the hell? What? I didn't expect it to go that way. And so I slid into his DMs. Did you? After seeing him naked? Yeah. Right. This is making me sound really bad. (laughs) You've already done done the first bit of investigation. Okay. (laughs) Had nothing to do with what I saw, by the way. it was a chick. (laughs) He sat there, his Cheshire smile. He's like, yeah, she's talking about me. But then she said, it had nothing to do with what I saw. It didn't. It didn't. I can't look at him now. Does that, does, no, does, does, does that sound you. true? Listen, let me just finish my little story and then you can put in. <laughs> yeah, you can put in your two pence. And I just said, hi, I've just seen you on Naked Attraction. I swear I'm not a stalker. I just want to know what the fuck you were doing on that show. Here, and I have to ask, and I've always wondered when I've watched the show, why? Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, what got you what? to that point of going, you know what? I'm going to go on Naked Attraction. So... I'm sitting in the office doing my expenses and a friend of mine puts up a post and says, who wants to be, who wants to be paid to see six naked ladies? And I liked his post. I thought it was funny. He rings me. Funny. Yeah. He rings, <laughs> me, rings me straight away and goes, you up for it? I was like, up for what? I have no idea what you're talking about. And he tries to explain to me that there's a dating show, that there's six naked women. Channel 4 have just lost one of their contestants and they need someone to get to London now to go and fill in for them. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I'll do, go and do a dating show. That's fine. How old were you at the time? 31. Oh, okay. Right, and you'd never I thought you were going to say, like, 18. And <laughs> did you know at that point you had the to The show get... had been on. It was, this was a pilot. Oh. oh. So, so I had no idea what it was. So you're just thinking, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm Six thinking Six naked it's ladies, be like, can't complain. Exactly. I'm thinking, okay, we're going on there. It's a dating show. The naked, what can go wrong? Yeah. He explains, he explains part of the show, and then this producer calls me up and says, hi, we've been looking at um, your Facebook lives. We think you'd be brilliant. She goes, so ex- this is explaining the situation. You're going to see girls, um, and the parts of their body are going to be um, going to be exposed, and you've got to eliminate one at a time. I was like, okay. She goes, you only be naked for 30 seconds. I'm like, what? <laughs> No one mentioned naked to me a, a second ago when he was trying to sell me the role. So I thought, okay, do you know what? If they're naked, I could be naked for 30 seconds. I can deal with that. Yeah. Oh my God. So I'm saying, yeah, like I, I know. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I get it. And I've, and I've got minutes to make these decisions. They need me in London in the next hour. Oh. So it goes, right, so let me just talk you through the process. She goes, because when you get to the studio, we're going to have to move quite quickly because we're running out of studio time. I was like, okay. So she said, so she goes through the, the show again, says, you're going to be seeing six naked girls. They're going to eliminate one at a time. She goes, and you won't be naked for more than a couple of minutes. <laughs> She's good. Uh, and, I yeah. really and I was like, good. I'll just deal with it. It's fine. And, you know, 30 oh, seconds, darling. two minutes. It's not going to make too much difference. It's on TV. I'm just going to deal with it. You said you know? yes to 30 seconds said, yeah. of fuck it. What's right, wrong with two now? minutes? Yeah. You know? When you're in, you're in. She's, she's tripled the time. So they just chucked me in. I did my bit and they were like, brilliant. You've done exactly what we needed to do. Thank you. And Did you find a partner? I did not. No. I suppose in the long run, though, did find love from the show. Exactly. In a really backwards way. Yeah, but so like, I want to hear more. Okay, want yeah. To hear more. Okay. So, mum sends you the link. You watch the show. You slide, you slide in into there. the DMs. You don't believe she's real. How do you convince him you're real? We had one conversation. On the phone? Yes. Okay. One. Do you remember that? Yeah. One phone call. <laughs> do you remember that? You better remember that. <laughs> yeah, just say dapple. And then nothing for four years. Just. I think, I think we've missed a really important part. Yeah. Just basically ghosted me for four years. <laughs> yeah, because I, I want to understand, okay. in that phone call, like, what happened to, to yeah. say, like, goodbye, i no. never speak to you again? It, or... it, didn't, it didn't get left like that. So I was about to go on tour. So when I reached out to him, I was in bed. I'd had my wisdom tooth removed. You I was high. I was high. <laughs> I was high. Oh, no. We're getting yeah. there. High on painkillers. Like DMs of everybody on yeah. attraction. You're fit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I guess I just got really busy. And then I really liked him. 
but he was just not in the same place as me. And I didn't... In what way? Well, he was just far. And I think I was on tour and it just nothing happened. And then we both went into different relationships, I'd say, quite soon after. Mm-hmm. Right. And we could see... We were, we were on, in contact on social media. My social media at the time was very artist-based. So I wasn't really myself on it. Mm-hmm. Did you try and ask her for a date? Yeah, and yeah, no, we tr- tried to meet up a few times and then after a couple of times of asking and you don't yeah. get a response you kind of go okay I'll take my hint but I don't feel bad about it because I don't think I was in the right I wasn't the right yeah, in the right place yeah maybe it wouldn't have worked to, at that time no. it's something we've talked about a lot yeah. actually had we met it definitely wouldn't have worked really we weren't in the right place in life we weren't in the right no. roles um, no. so much more settled and when you were in your other relationships obviously you were in your relationships so I'm not trying to make up like you weren't but was that something that like you kind of always stayed in touch and maybe you always thought oh maybe one day or Honestly, no. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was definitely for me because I, I, th- I think when we had the com- when we had the, the first original conversation, I might cry. I, really I, I, w- I might cry. I'm hormonal. I might cry. I felt like we were gonna we were connecting really well. Like felt very natural. And then we just didn't speak for a while. Mm-hmm. I thought it's a shame it didn't fit, but maybe, maybe, in, mm. maybe in the future. And it was true. It was never flirty. There was never that tone when we spoke. It was always friendly and nice and just very mm. normal and comfortable. Uh, so I had come out of a really unhealthy situationship, I'm going to call it that, because for mm-hmm. me it wasn't a relationship at all. And I say unhealthy because I don't really blame the... I don't go into like, oh, that it was toxic because they yeah, were toxic. Yeah. We weren't right for each other. That's the bottom line. But I was posting all this relationship stuff and talking about becoming a nun and never going to date ever again. And I posted this thing that said, it's not about being the only one, it's about being the favourite. So when you're in a relationship, right, it doesn't right, matter right. now whether you're the only one. You just have to hope out of all the people that your boyfriend's probably seeing, you're his favourite one. Right. And it was a bit of a... Okay. Because I had been cheated on. Yeah. Well, I think my comment was just like, ouch, wow. Like, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. And then I was like, no, I'm not okay. At the time that I got cheated on, my dad was really deteriorating. And he was literally my best friend in this whole world. He's way funnier than I am. Mm-hmm. Really positive. We travelled the world together. A really just special bond that we had with my dad and my sister and my daughter. And then to kind of be cheated on at that point really hurt. It hurts yeah. anyway, but it really hurt. And so I was in this space where I was either going out and living la vida loca and being really just crazy. Mm-hmm. But then on the flip side, I was kind of meditating and reading all these self-help books and drinking yeah. tea. What a contradiction. Yeah. yeah, and so you called me and I was just really honest about it all. I was like, I'm going absolutely mental. And you just made me feel like it was okay and it was all really normal. And we didn't talk about it for very long. The conversation moved very quickly to you talking to me about your children, about his mum. And then I was like, oh, he's really a family guy and Mm. he really cares about women. And And someone that you'd not spoken to for so long that you managed to, who was one checking in on you. Yeah. And two, that you felt like you could have that open and yeah, honest conversation and it was with. just a really nice chat. Really, lo- I loved that conversation. And I was meditating that day, so it wasn't crazy, Rachel. calm, <laughs> <laughs> zen, Yeah, Rachel. I was very yeah. zen. I just feel like we're both so invested in this now. I feel like there's like four people in your relationship, yeah. so <laughs> you are welcome. You have us now. Do you make noise when you eat? No. <laughs> okay, good, fine. She makes noise when she swallows, though, so she, I'm not can, sure it's going to work out with you yeah, and me. Yeah, you can take or leave her, that's You can have fine. Kieran. <laughs> We're going to go take a little break. I think we need to like kind of take some of this in. Breather. Um, yeah. Because I feel like Cece's getting emotional. I might, yeah. I'm going to have back. a week. No, don't. <laughs> we'll come back to it. We'll get you prepped. <laughs> I think we might be in love. Oh, God. Do you know what? That's another story that I'm 
here for I know we haven't even like finished it I just I'm so engrossed in everything they're saying I feel like I'm like listening to their last word and I can't wait to hear more they just seem so connected and warm and Mm. in love and open and honest with each other and to like be apart for so long and then to just reconnect and just care about each other so deeply it's just beautiful isn't it I really love that type of love story like were together separated wasn't the right time wasn't the right time and they both said didn't they it would have been wrong if they'd met then oh I can't wait for the next I can't wait for part two Right, can we just go straight back in? I because know. I feel like there's just so much more that I am still on the edge of my seat waiting to hear. So we, we got off the phone. I um, got really terrible news the Sunday following. Um, my dad had fallen and my sister was on holiday and he got taken into hospital and my passport had expired. So I couldn't do anything. It was the most painful thing. You couldn't go and see him? Couldn't go and see him. And um, I guess in that moment, anything that was going on with the whole cheating thing didn't matter anymore. So that was just completely out of my life. And all the focus came on to my dad. And I put a Facebook post up because my dad was a part of my life in such a way that he knew all of my friends. And whenever I visited London, we'd all go out with my dad. He was just a really fun person. So I just put a Facebook status up saying, um, because he'd only fallen. So I thought, you know, he's probably going to be sent home soon, but he won't be able to move. So I said, if anyone's around Kingston that could like just go visit him or take him some groceries, I'd really appreciate it. And Kieran um, offered. Aww. Oh, Kieran. <laughs> my see, God, I can't deal with this. <laughs> see, this makes me sound better. I feel a lot better than I am. No, but take it. Just take it. <laughs> just take it, babes. We'd had, we'd had the conversation beforehand, just, you know, because obviously the reason why she couldn't come over and visit. Like, so we said, oh, we, we definitely need to meet this time. Yeah, we did say that. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like, she goes, I need to sort my passport out because that's expired. But once I've sorted that out, we'll do, we'll do this because we talked about it years mm-hmm. ago. Nothing happened. We're still chatting and I would like to meet you. I was like, okay, brilliant. So then when she's posted this, I just felt like, oh, that's got to be, that's nothing worse than that. Like, if I couldn't get be near my family, I couldn't get to someone. And obviously, I drive to Kingston on a regular basis to see my mm-hmm. children. So I was like, well, I can do that. I, you know, I don't, you know, it might be a bit strange for him to have some strange black guy just turn up and go, <laughs> Hi, got you some groceries here from you. <laughs> <laughs> delivery. But I thought, at least I'll, I'll offer because if no one else can, can do yeah. it, then like, it's, it's a nice thing. It's a nice okay, thing. Okay, so to you're do. trying to play it down, and I get it, but. It was, it was very a nice sweet. Thing to do. It was really nice. Um, but I yeah. got a flood of friends jumping in, and I was obviously in distress. So I kind of just forgot about his offer, and then my sister managed to change her flight, so we didn't need any help. So I then wrote another stage, just saying, "Oh, thank you, everyone, for checking in. It's all good now." Mm-hmm. And then you did reply, saying, "Okay, well, I know that I don't know you very well, but I am here if you need me." Thought it was adorable. Mm-hmm. And then I got a phone call about another week later from the intensive care unit at Kingston Hospital, saying he's got like hours. You need to come, and I had no passport, so I it was like being in a film. But I just went to the Eurostar station. I booked a ticket on my way. And I just cried at the border and they let me through. Wow. Yeah. And I honestly, like, just my sister and my mum were like, don't do it because if you don't get on the train, that's going to be even harder. And I just said, I have to. Yeah, I can't. I try. Yeah. yeah. Now, we hadn't spoken. It was probably a bit longer. So after him offering, another couple of weeks had passed. But we didn't talk at all in that. No messages, nothing. I think you m- must have been giving me space as well because of what was going on. <laughs> I'm not lying. The, the second I got to London and I just stepped out of St Pancras Station to book an Uber, he texts me and he said, 
don't forget to let me know when you sort that passport out. And I just replied saying, I'm here. Yeah. <sighs> That's going to be a key <laughs> moment in the film That's of our life. So oh cute. my God, I need to do it. Yeah, so I'm sitting there thinking, well, oh, she didn't even tell me that she was coming over. <laughs> oh, I'm all emotional. No, she's okay. Need some tissues in here. No, but, like, she's, obviously, she'd explain what happened. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I actually felt really inappropriate because, obviously, I didn't know that what, what's, what's, what just happened. Yeah. So as soon as she's told me, like, no, I've just been, I've rushed over here because my dad's, like, really, really ill. I'm like, okay, look, sorry. Uh, mm. If you need me, just give me a shout. I'm not only down the road now. Um, and kind of left her to to do what she, what she was doing. And then we kind of had a few No, then I said, no, no, honestly, it's fine. I would like to see you. And, okay, then, <laughs> let's go for dinner. Before <laughs> you finish saying it, yeah, it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Made the effort, why not? Let's, um, so so, we, so we, spoke, we spoke a few times back So actually, forth. when I got to my dad, he was really bad, but he woke up oh. within 48 hours. And he was really delirious, but he knew I was there. Mm-hmm. And then that gave my sister and her husband some relief. And then I was there. And then you text me saying, look, I don't know if it's healthy that you just constantly because I didn't leave I just didn't eat didn't move just sat next to my dad and you were like just come for some food and I was umming and ahhing until you sent me the menu <laughs> I was like yeah okay I think that was the most responsive you ever got <laughs> it was like um, but I said to Kieran I just want to let you know because obviously I just left in a hurry I didn't I was in my pajamas <laughs> Um, so I was wearing like I guess like it wasn't that bad but like a yogury sort of lounge outfit with a yeah. silk dressing gown so I was a bit like, just want to warn you, like I. We well, left uh, Paris like that. Yeah, I just didn't pack. I just grabbed a bag. I didn't have anything with me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I warned you. And yeah. You were like, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I can get casual. She went, no, no, no. You dress up. <laughs> just don't come naked. I remember saying that. Just don't turn up naked. as yeah. whatever you do. Um, so our first yeah, date. We still have to say that apparently it wasn't a wasn't a date. Well. Oh. Well, I asked him actually. <laughs> I did say after when we finally got together, I was like, Kieran, was that our first date? Like, at the at the hospital for you? Yeah, the second I saw you, it was our date. It was our first date. Because this is the first time I got to properly see yeah. her. Yeah, So, like, I this wanted to try to... build up yeah, is want, like... But I also wanted to be respectful of the fact that she was going through this and I kind of yeah. didn't want it to be, like, awkward. No pressure, just, look, we're going for some food, <laughs> just chat and actually get to see each other and mm. have, a, have a proper conversation. So I've driven up to dr- driven up to the Kingston Hospital, picked her up, and she's kind of... Run, run around the front of the car, and I was like, "Oh my god, she's actually hotter than she looked on." Oh, oh no! And then she got in there, and I was just like, "Hi, <laughs> like, this is a date." <laughs> and you were like, "This Did is you not like, a date." Have a hug? No, we didn't. No, no, we didn't hug or anything. And I was obviously just you. I remember you saying you found me really bubbly. Yeah, and you weren't expecting. I was, yeah, I was, I was surprised. I was surprised at how kind of yeah. happy she was. And you'd spoken to your dad and asked him for some. Little tips. Yeah, because because oh, I'd cute. I'd gone I'd gone for a stage beforehand where I just decided I'm just going to stay single. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mm-hmm. get in relationships. It's too much hassle. I'm going to focus on work, focus on myself, almost like that meditating thing that you did, that you talked <laughs> about. And then we talked, and there was an opportunity to go and see you. And I'm now driving up to Kingston. I'm talking, and I rang my dad, and I was like, you know, we spoke a little while ago, Dad, about how I probably just I'm just going to focus on work for a while. Well, at the moment, I'm just driving up to Kingston to go meet a girl <laughs> that I've been chatting to online for about four years. <laughs> <laughs> and he just went, okay. He goes, well, the fact you're already driving up there and you're calling me, he said, it sounds like there's, you're the, interested. The, yeah, there's, there's something here, isn't there? I was like, yeah, I just wanted to talk to someone because I feel like this is a bit crazy. Aww. And um, yeah, so I just chat to him and he was, he was quite good. He just kind of said, listen, go and meet her. Have, you know, enjoy this experience yeah. and we'll, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens. And then I spoke to him a bit later and went, yep, she's amazing. <laughs> so did you know at that point, were you like, I reckon this is it? Well, no, because on the drive up there, 
remember I still not met her so she could still be this catfish yeah, that's she, been yeah. dragging me on for <laughs> four years a long four year catfish yeah. just made up all this stuff yeah, exactly she's just like playing me I get there and I'm like you aren't who I thought you were going to be <laughs> kind of we met I think I remember sitting across you and just talking about your smile and yeah then, I got really awkward because it wasn't flirty but he just said he liked my smile and I was a bit like oh okay okay this is that was kind of for me Maybe this is a date and I didn't get the memo, but okay. I mean, what else did you think it was? Honestly, what was going on with my dad was yeah, so okay. intense yeah, yeah, that yeah. I don't think I was really... Even but entertaining do you know what? That. I was 100% myself. I used to always put on... I yeah. used to always turn up as like my stage persona when I met guys. So mm-hmm. that's why I don't blame them either for any of the situations in any of my past relationships. But Kieran picks me up. I'm in pyjamas. No makeup. You know, I used to like posh first dates. It mm-hmm. was so relaxed and it was so normal and natural. I felt like, uh, apart from when we got out of the car and I saw how tall you were, I was like, hey, bloody hell. Like, it was really much taller than I thought. And then the conversation just flowed. And then as soon as we left dinner, I remember just, I invited him back to mine. Did you? Mm. So did we do the dude on the first date? We did. Oh, go on, guys. But it's funny. Four years that in, I suppose. And you'd already up. seen it. Oh, my. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't a surprise. Exactly. Four years of a build-up. Can exactly. we just talk but, about that for a long time? But <laughs> it wasn't thought out. I remember you. we went back up to mine and you kissed me. I'd just broken up and was planning on becoming a nun. So I hadn't shaved for a very, very long oh, I time. I love yeah. this when we're so unprepared. <laughs> yeah. And so I remember going, can you just give me five minutes? And you're like, no. yeah. And I just said it because we were so natural. I'm going to go shave. You never say Did that, you, do you? Yeah. And he went, okay, what should I do? Wait here. And I was like, I don't know. Do you want to watch or? Is that something you're into? It was weird at that point because because I still didn't really know what was happening at this point. Because yeah. we're, we're kissing. There's no, there's, you know, there's no, like we're going over here now. Mm. Um, as soon as she said she's going to shave, I got, got right off guard. And I'm, as you know, I've been on TV naked. I'm quite, <laughs> quite confident. Just through me. So when I went, I don't know, what should I do? Just stand here? In the <laughs> yeah, middle of what do I do? do I, like, I don't think most people would do I know. Moisturize? Do I shave myself? Do I, like, what do I do? Yeah, you're like, what should I, I make prepare? the bed? Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 what's happening over there? Just so I really <laughs> oh know. God. That must have felt like the longest time ever whilst you're like, da 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 Well, I wish I was done and I was like, come on. I want to be a fly on the wall for that moment. That would have been really funny. Well, that's funnier. The next morning... Kieran's like got me in a bear hug. You mean like a spoon bear hug? Like yeah, like so yeah, spooning. Yeah, but like he's you know much bigger than Tight. me. And I remember you saying you had to get up really early for work. Mm. I noticed that my bed was like soaking wet, and I was like, oh, oh, what the hell's gone on here? So I was like, don't you need to be somewhere? <laughs> he's like, yeah, but you're really hard to leave. It was really cute. She's like, and but you're you like, can. yeah, and you're like, but you've wet the bed, so <laughs> well. So that's what happened. So you left. Well, hang on a Hang on, wait. Sorry, hang on a minute. That's not what happened. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, you just like... <laughs> just skimmed over that part. Yeah. No, that is not what happened. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's not that. what happened. So he leaves and I so, probably waited about 10 minutes and I called you and I said, Hi, Kira, it's me. Sorry, can I ask you a really personal question? Do you, do you wet the bed? <laughs> I swore. I went, of course I fucking don't. Why would you even ask that? She went, the bed's really wet. And I'm like, oh, yeah. For some reason, I seem to sweat a lot. Like last night, I don't have no idea why. You thought it was the food. You're like, I ate too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I know why. I, what things can make me sweat, but yeah. at this point, that that didn't kind of um, tie together. So just so everybody knows what what happens, I've got allergies, so I've, I'm allergic to like cats and dogs, right. um, pollen and stuff like that. But there's no cats and dogs in this place, so there's no reason why I should have been right. in. My dad had been looking after a cat, and I didn't know. Oh, oh my god! And I found out later, and then we're chatting, and I was like, and then my dad's friend's cat, and he was like, hang on a minute. 
what cat? And it's little fuckers. <laughs> and then it all fell into place. So what happens then? You, when you get an allergic reaction, you just sweat? Yeah, you're like, if, like if, it's only if I'm like, when I go to sleep. So like, normally the allergic reaction is like, eyes eyes go red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nose yeah. runs and start, you know, sneezing and just feeling really irritable. But obviously if you're asleep and you're irritable, you can't. So my body's probably just trying to flush it. Oh my God, that's hilarious. So like, yeah, so there was that embarrassing thing of like, do you wait in bed? No, I do not. Yeah. And like, of course what I What a question. Yeah. And, but the thing is, I did like the way that she just come out because I think that made me think she's just going to say what she what's on her yeah. mind and actually yeah. I respect her for that Yeah, but just to, to be clear I do not want the bed <laughs> he does not Kieran what doesn't piss the bed <laughs> Thank guys you. he doesn't <laughs> piss the bed yeah. right now what happened I go home <laughs> raving about him to my sister and her husband who were like no Rachel slow things down come on you're grieving like not grieving you're mm. going you know going through a really hard time you're, you're um, vulnerable they meet him and they're like marry him marry him marry this man please he's perfect he's amazing you struck up a real bromance with my brother-in-law, yeah. my sister. We became like this little four. So we started seeing each other. I was over for about three months, I'd say. Mm. Um, my sister and I took shifts with my dad. So she'd go and I'd have time off and I'd spend it with you. And had you decide, Had you had that conversation at that point? Were you kind of like... I just remember no. saying to you, I don't want you to see anyone else. And you're like, I wasn't planning on it. Okay, cool. That cool. Was it. <laughs> so yeah. I just need to know. Yeah. You took me on some really interesting dates. Best dates ever. When you say interesting, what do you mean by interesting? So, so because of the first date, and obviously I knew she liked to go to posh places, so I'd taken her to, like, Poor Boys is lovely to eat, but it's not it's not like a romantic not setting. No, not in any way, shape or form. And we talked about it long, long time after because it became like a little bit of an ongoing joke. So I thought, I can go worse. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you were going to say you went fancy. Oh, no, 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 because that's the well, easy, little bastard. That's the easy thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like, you can go posh and you can go fancy, but I thought, I'm going to take her to a pool hall. What's a, What's a pool hall? A big hall place where they played snooker. So my cousin, my oh, cousin, oh, like literally, like a pool, a, a literal, and a, right? a literal pool hall oh, with so eighty-eight like TVs. Um, so my cousin runs it, and it was more of a joke because at the point I said I'm going to take you to a really horrible place, but there is a really nice bar we're going to go to afterwards. So we went to the first bar, couldn't get her out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely loved Hates it. These places. Apple sours for a pound. I was like, we don't have this in Paris. I'm staying. Was like, it was amazing. This was only supposed to be like, a, you know, meet my cousin, say hello, you know, meet yeah. some more of the yeah. family, and then we were going to go to the nice place. She went, no, I'm staying here. I don't want to go anywhere else. This is this is where we're going to. And stay. is that when you were like, I like her? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then, then it got worse. Cheap date. Then you took me to. I took you to white collar boxing. Oh Ooh. no, no! But, I mean, I had the best time. But when he said it, I was like, "When are these going to be zhuzhed up these dates?" Yeah, <laughs> when are we going to do something the, nice? The white collar boxing wasn't necessarily like a. I'm going to take her to a horrible place. I knew it wasn't a nice place, but actually, a lot of my my so my friends were DJing it. A couple of the guys were running it, and real close friends of mine. And I wanted her to meet them. Yeah. And they were all in one place. So I thought we're going to go to this white collar boxing, and like some of my friends' sisters were like, "Love a Kieran." She stays. Yeah. You can go. They, they tried to take Aww. her out like, that night. and They goes, did take me out. Oh, yeah. And goes, you, you, don't, you don't need to come if you... you know, I like, just love that. I love that. When everyone else is, like, cheering for you. Well, there was one person left, which was my father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So on one of the trips back to Kingston, I said to Kieran, oh, by the way, um, I want you to come with me this time into the hospital. Now, this all sounds like lots and lots of time has passed, but it had been about two weeks. Oh, wow. That was all in... It all wow. happened in like very short period of time. So I said to my dad, obviously he was really not well, very thin. He was on tons of machines and medication. And I just said, he loved meeting people anyway. So I just, and lots of my friends had been in and out visiting. And I said, oh, I've got a friend who actually offered to bring you food and stuff. And when you get out of here, it'd be good for me to introduce you to him. And this mm -hmm. was genuine. It was like, I want you to meet my dad in case he needs you. My dad was like, yeah, he's Indian. He's like, bring him, I'd with pleasure. So I knew he was quite frail and I knew that... Um, 
you know, it's going to be it's going to be an awkward thing for him. That's that's how kind of I thought. I thought I don't know how I'd want to. I don't know if the roles reverse whether I'd want to meet someone in that yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of took a step back and kind of thought I'd just go in there gently and see how it is. And the story is is that as we went to go in there, um, one of your friends was supposed to drop her dad a coffee, and the man loves his coffee. That's the first thing that he that he always asked for, always wanted. But a friend had got delayed in traffic, so we got there first. The first thing he says to Rachel is, "Where's my coffee?" <laughs> And then what makes it even better is he looks at me, I'm at the door, she's right by the bed talking to her dad and I've kind of taken a step back so that she can say hello to her dad and kind of mm-hmm. introduce me. He turns around and looks at me and goes, you, give me coffee. <laughs> now my dad had this thing, if he thought someone was attractive, he would say, oh, you look like Penelope Cruz. Even if you look nothing like said celebrity, yeah. that was an indication. So all of a sudden he's staring at Kieran and he goes, hey, Kieran, you remind me of Jamie Foxx. We were like, right? <laughs> okay. Random. Which okay. I don't. Just to be clear, I don't look yep. like Jamie Foxx. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was that. very sweet. It was very sweet. He, he liked him so much. And um, he, he actually got better and went home. And he passed away about a week later. So I'd just gone back to Paris. Um, I'd left, uh, when was it? November. Mm. And he, he passed away five days before Christmas. And I was in Paris and I, I had to like say my goodbyes over the phone to him. It was really, really hard. Um, and I spent Christmas alone because my daughter was had plans to be with her dad. I didn't want to sort of change any of that. And one of the last things that my dad ever said to me was, um, you know, when I move home, that guy, Kieran, mm-hmm. can, he, can he come and stay with me? Like he liked him that much that he asked, you know, because my dad's wasn't somebody that would get on with everyone. Mm-hmm. But they really connected. And just the fact that he said to me, can Kieran... Because I said, I don't think my dad knows that we're together. And Kieran was like, come on. You know, he doesn't think I'm your Uber driver, like coming mm-hmm. to the hospital really late. Yeah. And I was like, well, he's not asked me. So I did... I'm really pleased I told my dad. He, so he knew before he passed away that Kieran was my partner because he was supposed to meet the person I was seeing before. And that's why I broke up with him in the end, really. I said, you're not meeting my dad. Like, there's no way... He's leaving this earth thinking that I've settled with you. Aww. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 yeah and yeah. I'm, he literally well. got in there just in time. Um, and I remember saying to my dad, I'm really glad that you like Kieran Daddy because, you know, he's sort of my boyfriend. And my dad went, How many boyfriends do you want? <laughs> and then he was like, No, he's a good chap. And then you were there for all of it. So Kieran was with me when we arranged his funeral. And when we were driving to the funeral parlor, it was really surreal for me. We were in there and I'm watching these two girls have a discussion about it. And they were like, this is what my dad would have liked. You know, my dad wasn't very much like that. You know, this is what he liked. Well, he'd made it very clear even before he ever got sick. He, my dad was a finance man. So he was like, don't spend money on funerals. Don't, don't do it. And she was selling us this like 15K thing. Mm. And I just got my dad. He literally embodied me and was like, what's the cheapest option? She was like, <laughs> 500 quid. And I was like, we'll do it. That's what he would have really wanted. <laughs> we did a celebration of life for my dad. It was in a pub and it was just really joyful. I made a video. like I, I've actually recorded my father speaking for many years, conversations. He was so funny but intelligent. And I edited them together for his party. And lots of people afterwards said to me, oh my God, I'm going to do that with my family because you forget their voice. And mm. I've got his whole life story on tape. And it's gorgeous. Like It's such a nice thing to do. Um, when it came to um, the music that we chose for his funeral... My dad loved Eminem and he just loved all kinds of different music. We had the Lombarda going. Mm. Like it was a really funny ceremony. Um, But for the end of his funeral, my dad's song was Careless Whisper. And my sister's getting married. She was supposed to get married when COVID hit in um, South Africa and it got postponed. And 
they were going to do the father-daughter dance to Careless Whisper, and they couldn't. So I arranged for us, me and my sister, to do the dance together at his funeral. And then the boys came and joined us at the end. So you had Careless Whisper going me and Kieran died and my brother-in-law was like we're not getting married like he got really awkward about it didn't he (laughs) Um, and it was just gorgeous and then my mum you know he would never have met Kieran's mum met Kieran's mum they were so similar it's ridiculous Madison my daughter met your two girls your youngest and my daughter are like the same child. So strange. We call them the shadows. And they yeah and they just yeah gelled like that. The final thing I'll mention is this so (gasps) engagement ring isn't at all what I call it and we've spoken about this. Mm-hmm. I lost the ring that my dad gave me. So this came from a, um, a vintage shop. And so it was made the year that he was born. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. And so you said... Can't replace your dad, but I can replace the ring that, you're, that, that, your, yeah. dad, that your dad got you. That... And then I've just gone around telling everyone we're getting married. So. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been now? It will be 10 months almost. And so... Well, so 10 months and four years? Yeah, I 10 mean, months and four years. I think that's great. Yeah, we'll yeah, go with that. Yeah. Oh this my has God, been building. so much has happened. Your story is beautiful. That's Thank the only you. word I can use for it. It's just, there's so much to it. And I think it needs the weight of the story around your, your dad and everything because you've, you've been there and supported and, oh, I feel teary. <laughs> like You're still living in Paris and you're still living in Basingstoke. So how, how does that work? I said probably after date three... By the way, I need to know now, I'm not doing long distance, will you move? Because I'm not coming back. I've got my daughter, she's in school, my job, etc. And we agreed that would be what we'd do. Now that we've been together for 10 months and we've just been sort of navigating this way of living, I love Kieran's children as if they were my own. Mm -hmm. And you love Madison as well in the same way. I do not want to take him away from his kids. And so we have just decided we're not in a long distance relationship. We have two homes Mm. and we both move between them. And that's how we look at it. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. So lots lots of traveling back and forth. Like, I'll go over there and do DIY and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Fix, all the, fix all the bits up. You go there, do jobs and come back. Yeah. <laughs> which, which Rachel claims that she does all the work, so I now want this um, recorded, that I am the person doing all the DIY well, work. Well, that's kind of been what we've been doing, like renovating the house in France. Reno- mm. And we see it as like, I get really annoying about this, but I call it our house. And mm-hmm. our, sometimes we'll be on the phone, he's like, I'm going to my bed. And I'm like, our bed. And he's like, calm down. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But we just split our lives that way. But I feel like I've seen Kieran more than I've seen anyone that I've been in a relationship. Yeah. I'm very independent anyway. But- this is modern dating though. This is what it is now. This isn't like modern relationships. Dating almost like, I feel like it takes away from what this beautiful thing is. It is. It's where we're at now. There's no rules, you know. And like you said, the perspective is everything. So it's not a long-distance relationship. You've chosen to use different words for it. Yeah. It's your thing, your way. And, I mean, clearly this is... The distance means absolutely nothing. You've you've built something really, really special. Congratulations. You can go and watch Naked Attraction now. Yeah, we're going. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone listening as well, you know that's 100% what they're going to go and do. Well, look, guys, I honestly feel privileged to have heard that story. Like, thank you for sharing it. That was... Beautiful in all the ways that I'm just I'm just really happy for you both. Thank you. Thank You've you. warmed Cece's cold heart. <laughs> yeah, my cold-blooded heart. <laughs> Thanks, Thank guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm really hoping you've enjoyed it just as much as we have. If you wouldn't mind just leaving us a review, maybe a five-star, that will go down really well. 
from Podimo and 2020. This has been First Dates Podcast, hosted by me, Frankie Bridge. And me, Cece Coleman. The producers are Blondin Hogue and Fionn Lewis. The video producer is Rob Walsh. The executive producers for Podimo are Jake Chudnow and Matt White. The executive producer for 2020 is Martin Tricky. Special thanks to Bruno Pias, Kendra Steve, and Fatima Patea. For ad-free episodes, subscribe to Podimo UK on Apple Podcasts. 